Hello and welcome to Malim Kipepeo. My name is Jasmine Wombui and we are back after a mini hiatus. That was a much needed break. Today's episode is on a topic that might have already affected most of us. Please listen to the very end as our expert gives us tips on how to handle the imposter syndrome. Let's go ahead and dive straight into it. The imposter syndrome. This has affected me on very many occasions, which I'll share right here. Sometimes I've had an actual case of being an imposter, though I just went with it. We'll get to that. Well, the first time I had a case of imposter syndrome, which by the way is not a mental disorder, but a phenomenon or an experience that occurs to people, but can sometimes cause mental illness if not dealt with. So my first time was when I started my master's at the University of Leicester. I couldn't believe that I had been accepted as a student there with no hassle. And when I finally got there, I realized that I was the youngest Kenyan in my class. And that made me doubt if I really was supposed to be there. That somehow affected my grades at the start, but I had to overcome that. The next time that happened was when I joined the media industry. And at the start, I couldn't share my ideas in meetings because I felt like I was not meant to be there. I kept visiting the head of HR just to make sure I was supposed to be there. (laughs) However, she was very kind to me. Um, She gave me tips on how to manage being in a newsroom full of media stars. I think she just realized this little girl is struggling. (laughs) Anyway, well, I was still grappling with that. Um, I went to my younger sister's graduation. Now, this is where I'm talking about the actual case of being an imposter. So I go to this graduation ceremony and I was with my brother-in-law. So I was not even dressed for the occasion. But the moment my brother-in-law and I landed there, we were treated like royalty. From the parking lot to the VIP dais. Yes, we sat at the VIP dais. And we decided to just go with it. That was the best graduation I attended. Why? (laughs) Uh, We had a supply of drinking water and security all the way to the VIP washrooms. To this day, I still don't know who they thought we were. I actually do not know. But that felt good. Now, that was me being an imposter for real. I've always believed that I have a familiar face, so it happens a lot. This also happens when I am outside Kenya, so that's why I believe I have a familiar face. In 2008, while I was in the US, most people would pass me thinking I'm some famous person with whispers here and there and smiles and people saying hi. And my cousins would ask me, I Well, I just went with it, even then. <laughs> well, our topic today is about is about um, the imposter syndrome. Have you ever felt like a fraud? I'd like to hear about it. You can always share your story on our social media pages. Molim Kipepeo. That's what it is. So for now, we have our expert, Nancy Kabiru, who is gracing Molim Kipepeo for the second time. And we are honored to have her as she demystifies this phenomenon to us. Hi, Nancy. Welcome back. We are so happy to have you here. Tell us about the imposter syndrome. 
Jasmine, I hope you've been well. My name is Nancy Kabiru from Hisia Psychology Consultants. And I want to talk to you about an imposter syndrome, one that has been very common, especially to very highly successful people. So you may wonder what an imposter syndrome is. And this is an internal experience of believing that you're not competent as others perceive you to be. So we find that happening a lot to very high achieving people, people who have master's PhD and have very good positions at work or people who work as consultants as well or own their businesses. Now, when you think about this and how it affects an individual, you find that um, an imposter syndrome will strike across your intelligence, your achievement, your need to be perfect, and how to be social or the social constant, uh, context. Therefore, an imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like a phony. You feel as though at any moment you're going to be found out as a fraud or like you don't belong where you are and you're only there through luck. Now, people with imposter syndrome have a firm belief that they are not good enough. It is important to note that people with imposter syndrome and uh, have also social anxiety overlapping. So you find a majority having social anxieties as well. And uh, a, pers a person with social anxiety disorder also feel like they don't belong in social uh, or a performance situation. Uh, and if you're having a conversation with this person uh, or you are the one, you may feel as though you're going to be discovered or you're incompetent. Imposter syndrome can cause people who usually are non-anxious, now those who do not have anxiety disorder, to experience a sense of anxiety when they are in situations where they feel inadequate. Okay, that's interesting. So what happens? What triggers the imposter syndrome? Now, what triggers an imposter syndrome within a person? There are those who uh, generally grow up having this imposter syndrome mentality. And this could be, uh, you know, stemming from their childhood experience where their family uh, values achievement. And therefore, the parents do not know how to offer praise or criticism. So they flip between. So it's always hot and cold, you know, when you are growing up. And so you do not know where to lie or what to take up. A new role at work could also uh, trigger an imposter syndrome or even starting college. We have those parents who want their kids to go to MIT, a change in environment, and your child could start feeling like they are an imposter or they are not deserving of such roles. The main challenge for someone who has an imposter syndrome is that their core beliefs or what they believe about themselves is usually negative or below uh, what you would call a social class. And then they also feel that they are not worthy enough and they are always seeking perfectionism. All right. So there are different types of an imposter syndrome. You find those that are called the experts. These are people who are always trying to learn more and are never satisfied with their level of understanding. Even though they are very or oftenly highly skilled, they underrate their own expertise. Then there are those who are natural geniuses. Uh, they set excessively lofty goals uh, for themselves 
and feel crushed when they do not succeed in the first attempt. There is also a perfectionist, as I mentioned, and these are people who are never satisfied and always feel that their work could be better. You find also a fourth category called the soloists. These are people who are very individualistic and prefer to work alone. Their self-worth often stems from productivity, so they often reject others for assistance. And they tend to see asking for help as a sign of weakness or incompetence. You'll also find the fifth one being the superhero. And these are individuals who feel inadequate or compelled to push themselves to work as hard as possible. How should one address the imposter syndrome before it gets out of hand? So how do you address an imposter syndrome? There are very many ways, but therapy is always my first go-to because through therapy, you're able to uncover the roots or the causes of this imposter syndrome. But if you're at home or you're trying to support someone, you can help them to assess their abilities or you can assess your own abilities. Understanding your long-held beliefs about your incompetencies and social performance and then make them realistic to your everyday experience so that your uh, the unrealism you know sort of starts fading off and you start appreciating and having a gratitude journal you can also question your thoughts as you start to assess your abilities take baby steps question whether your thoughts are rational it's important to be rational the third thing would be to stop comparing yourself. Every time you compare yourself to others in social situation, you find some faults in yourself. And this will also fuel the feelings of uh, not being good enough, not belonging. Um, the fourth one would be to stop fighting your feelings. It is important to understand and sit with your feelings. Try to learn to lean into them and accept them. It's only when you acknowledge your feelings that you start to unravel those core beliefs that you're holding back. Then it is also important as you're trying to solve all this, understand that you're new at it. So you need to take baby steps. You do not need to be perfect. Baby steps means that you are allowed to fail and try and try again so long as you keep taking action and give yourself small rewards. And the sixth one, which we are all culprits of using social media, right? So someone who suffers in an imposter syndrome needs to use social media moderately because the overuse of social media uh, may trigger feelings of inferiority, especially because you start comparing and you may try to portray an image on social media that does not match who you really are because you're trying to keep up. And this will make your feelings of being a fraud worse. So what can we tell the people suffering from the imposter syndrome? Does it ever go away, by the way? Does it ever go away? Uh, we are trying to talk to tell you that you can live a normal life. The anxiety can be managed and you can start appreciating who you are so that your accomplishment, whether small or big or the position you hold or the role that you have to play, also gives you joy as you work in it. Asante.
On September 24, 2019, Dutch tycoon Top Cohen, whose body was found inside a septic tank after he went missing for a period of 63 days, was finally buried following strict Jewish traditions, as Top Cohen was from a priestly family background from the lineage of Aaron in the Bible, who was the traditional founder and head of the Israelite priesthood. Top Cohen's burial had been postponed earlier as it was required to have 10 priests and one rabbi present to preside over his funeral. Now you know. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Molly Mukipepeo. Please like our Facebook page for brand new episodes every week. Remember to like and share this episode with everyone you know. I'm Jasmine Nombwe. Let's meet next week for another learning experience. Ciao!